This is the EVP Podcast. And welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of EVP Podcast. I am Ghosty. I'm Beaker. And I'm DVO. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about the Something old... spooky. Something, of course it's spooky. Might be haunted. And of course it's haunted. <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll right. see. I've never been there or heard of this place before today, but we'll see. I kind of came up with it on a whim, and I... And by today, I mean when you texted us about it like three days ago. Yes, me too. (laughs) So, this one's on the old uh, St. Augustine Jail. How old is it? Oh, it's old. It was actually built in 1891. Pretty old. So it's old Everything's built in the 1890s. It's like super haunted. Waverly was. Yeah. I think Alcatraz was too. That's a, that's a year of hauntings. Yes. That was a good decade long of that. So, <laughs> yeah. We're going to build haunted right buildings now. It is right in there. <laughs> so this place is actually, um, this this place was a, a newly built jail because the, there was an old jail that was in that town in St. Augustine. And this guy, his name was Henry Flag Flagler. Yep. Flagler. He, was, uh, he didn't like where it was sitting because it was a... Uh, Nice sore for his his nice hotel he's gonna build. I was about to say it was close to something like somewhere near him. Yeah, yeah. So it was oh. next, next to his hotel. Yeah, he was yeah, like straight things. up. This is gonna be a resort town. Yeah, this so needs to go away. And his name. He was gonna build the Ponce de Leon Hotel, and he wanted that eyesore gone. So for his guests, so he told the city, "All right, how about ten thousand dollars and you build yourself a new jail somewhere out of out of my uh, view?" So they take that, they build this new jail. And it actually stayed in, in working up until 1953. I'm curious what that value is today. Do you know it was designed by like some of the same dudes that designed Did Alcatraz? Alcatraz? Yeah, same guys that designed Alcatraz built this new jail. So, uh, so they build this new jail. Um, real quick, real quick. Sorry, mm-hmm. ten thousand dollars in 1890 is equivalent today of three hundred and nine, almost three hundred nine thousand. So pretty good chunk of change. He's yeah. like, hey, move this jail cell. Yeah. Go on, get. Go on, get. Get out of here. <laughs> so um, this place was actually built to hold uh, 72 male prisoners and 12 female prisoners. That's nice they took that in consideration. <laughs> yeah, they put a uh, female ward in there. Do you know what they did on the outside? What? Make they, it look all pretty? They made it look all pretty. They made it look like the houses in the area so people didn't know it was the jail. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's take a selfie. Not bad. <laughs> so they actually said, like, when you go to this jail, you're pretty much condemned to die. Like, there's, it's, it was a bad, bad place to go. It was real bad. Yeah. They, they say it's some that. of the place, it's a place for, like, some of the really bad criminals. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like they were just kind of rounding people up and throwing them in there. And... Like, the conditions were so bad, they were beating the prisoners. The, the guards were beating the prisoners. The prisoners were beating each other up, killing each other. and Raping uh, each other? Oh, of course. Well, there's 12 likely. women in there, too. The, they say the 12 women were getting sold around by the guards. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just, who knows, maybe the guys were getting sold around, too. They were in the system. And they say, you know, it's like some of the worst criminals, but I also, they also are saying that they were just round people up. Well, you just mentioned maybe the guys, too. Actually, the guys were being used as slaves. Yes, the guys were being sold as slaves. They were doing free farm labor for for different farms in the area. Um, Let's see. (laughs) They said this place was the Green Mile minus Happy-Go-Lucky Tom Hanks. (laughs) 
<laughs> Filled to the rafter with Sam Rockwells. <laughs> but yeah, they ended up hanging eight men in the gallows there. So there was eight different hangings. Um, so one of them being somebody who they thought was innocent, who was saying he was innocent um, up until the day he died. Yeah, there's two guys. Um, Robert Lee was the one that was innocent. And then it was, I believe, Jim Kirby was the other one. And they both said, you know, Jim was straight up saying, or James was saying, like, Robert's innocent. He had nothing to do with this. And he, like, before he died, he told his old, he was telling his story and putting, he did interviews with reporters. He's like, I'm innocent. And he's like, my story's going to be told in the next life. And they hung him. They didn't care. They hung him anyways. So here's a, a little bit about how bad the conditions were. All right, it says the conditions were incredibly poor and dreadful. Prisoners were typically used as free farm laborers and forced to slug it out as indentured servants in the Florida heat for plantation owners. The guards and the warden lining their pockets with money that was supposed to go to the building maintenance and and their charges. Uh, Meanwhile, after a day-breaking toil, the condemned were marched back into the jailhouse and basically crammed into small cells. Baths were a pipe dream. Toilets were nothing more than a shared bucket that was passed from cell to cell when the need arose, and beds were slabs of termite-infested wood that served as a collective cot. Prisoners had to supplement their diets with whatever they managed to catch, either inside their cells or while working in the fields. Segregation by race was steadfastly adhered to at the jail, and illness, brutality, and death were common. That sounds like a good place to go on vacation, right? Oh, yeah. Let's go. (laughs) I wonder how much that is. Do you know they also, like, so death row was within view of the gallows, so they could see where they were going to be. Pretty much everyone there was on death row, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, just so you know, look outside there. I got something for you. It says, uh, on, on any given day, prisoners would brutalize one another, guards would vent their frustration out on flesh, and females would be raped and peddled out as sex workers. Damn. And it sounds like they would just kind of gather people up. Um, this is right here. They, the county would drag women of low character and reputation into the jail. They'd pull off a pig circus of a trial and sentence the lady to a hard time. If you didn't have a family, were poor, were lacking a husband, had some sort of mental disorder, or were pretty on the eyes and had no one to defend you, the cops would round you up and throw you into the system. So it doesn't even sound like you're you know, a hardened criminal. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, the men were let out of slaves, traveling the country in cages, shackled together by their ankles, um, working with, uh, without the proper equipment, and sometimes didn't even have shoes. Um, they would return back to the building with open wounds. Um, they say inmates usually only lasted about two years before dying from infection, violence, illness, malnutrition, or hanging. Um, the only time a doctor ever visited the place was on hanging dates. Cholera, tuberculosis, and hundreds of other diseases ran rampant throughout the jailhouse. Uh, the death rate was staggering, and some blowback, the numbers were fixed by the county. So, sounds like they were fudging numbers, making it sound like people were just escaping left and right. Probably. So, that's, that's just craziness of how bad that was. Yeah. And it was just inside this pretty little building that made the town look pretty. Yeah, they want to ruin the reputation of the hotel nearby. Yeah, the new it? hotel. It was a beautiful hotel, I bet. <laughs> I'd love to see this hotel. Ponce de Leon. Oh, no, um, that sounds fancy. It sounds real fancy. It's like you said, they, it was built to hold 72 male prisoners. They, they have way more than that. Because they were getting money, basically, to, like, here's these prisoners. And they got the 
some of the farmers were actually paying the the sheriff in that. Yeah, they were lining their pockets with. Uh, they were they were getting money to slave labor. Yeah, and so they they put as many working people, them to the bone. Yes, so they over they overcrowded the jail just so they could get more money. And it wasn't until 1953 when the governor of Florida's like, oh, this is bad. We should shut it down. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> it only took 60 years. This is It's going to come back on me, isn't it? <laughs> I want to get reelected, Dad. Obviously, it probably wasn't the same governor that when it opened, but yeah, it took 60 years before someone's like, no, no, this is no good. I mean, it, like you said, there was no baths. There was no showers. There was no plumbing at all. In they this had place. a bucket, though. They had a bucket to poop in. Um, pass around to each other. Hey, you guys want to touch my poop? I mean, it's, it's a nice-looking hotel. Uh, I guess for the 1800s, yeah. 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 So maybe you can't tell so much, but that's from their website. For on the YouTube's. I mean, have yeah. you seen the Driscoll though? <laughs> no. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for the 1890s, this was a good-looking hotel. These hotel owners, man, they were, they had some money. They still do, but that was kind of like the leads to hauntings. <laughs> hotel yeah. owners lead to hauntings. This one's a uh, hotel haunting adjacent. Because it's not the hotel that's haunted, maybe. I don't know. I Go on. It. Well, it's the, well, like the Cecil. Cecil? Cecil Hotel? Cecil. That became a super haunted hotel. The Stanley, the Driscoll. I mean, there's so many hotels. This one is like, oh, the prison next to it's haunted. But you don't, I haven't seen anything about the actual hotel being I've haunted. never heard anything about this hotel. Because well, it's pretty. You know, it was it's built pretty. on. The Stanley's you know, pretty. You know, it was built away from everything. So it stays haunt free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So go on about some hauntings there. Well, I'm just kind of looking here. Um, people have visited the jail, uh, reporting hearing dogs barking in the middle of the night, banging on cell walls. They seem to see ghosts walking uh, down the main door and then vanishing into thin air. Also bouncing orbs of light. You know, again, you know, orbs, you know, they could be a lot of fake things. But if you see one just kind of start bouncing around in the middle of the night, that could that could be something behind that one. Um one thing I read here is the spot that seems to exhibit the most paranormal activity is the solitary cell, which is inside the max security cell. Everyone has claimed to see a shadowy figure that would lurk towards them. Uh, they reported that figures would ch- uh, charge at them and try to scratch them. So pretty interesting. I actually was just watching uh, a YouTube channel by this name. He goes by the Ghost Doctor, and he was he was investigating in there, and they were using a device called the Frank's Box. Something I'd never heard of before. It reminded me of a spirit box. Uh, let me go back to kind of what it was. It seems like what this gentleman created. Now, what I read is that he was told from disembodied entities how to create this. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Oh, that's, that's just like... <laughs> but yeah. basically what he did, it's, it's another version of this spirit box where... He's a it's, prophet. It's, trans- yeah, it's, <laughs> it's scanning through... Is scanning through AM, FM channels for, you know, brief, not even seconds at a time. Also, at the same time, white noise is being produced by this. Uh, it's also, I'm trying to remember, again, what, what they called it. like a, Frank's box? But, but, I mean, what what they use, like something um, something voltage. Uh, let me try to find it real quick. Um, so are you finding else? that some of the other things that people have said reported there at the jail is unpleasant aromas such as raw sewage which would make sense because the buckets were being passed around and they didn't bath they couldn't take baths because there was no showers and then people also smell something they describe it smells like um boiling molasses on like if someone was mm-hmm. had it on the stove um you mentioned the darkened bog the 
barking dogs. Yeah. Dog darking bogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's our TikTok clip. Um uh they also hear sinister laughing and wailing. Uh they there's reports of wailing, moaning sounds coming from maximum security and solitary confinement yeah. areas. And visitors have also reported hearing a voice of a little girl coming from the sheriff's quarters. Uh, other people have heard some someone whistling at them, and several guests have also reported hearing a dastardly laugh in one of the women's cells. Hmm. Dastardly. And then there's cold spots. I mean, that's kind of common. I, I, yes. I mean, in Florida, I would take it as more of a sign of, of a haunt or a ghost. Where it's always warm there. Where it's always warm. Uh, I mean, sure, sure. there's no air conditioning in the building, so it's most likely at least 10 degrees hotter inside than it is outside. So if you're finding cold spots in a place like this, um, it's more likely that, yes, you are encountering a, a ghost. Uh, going back to this Frank's box, it's, it's a method called voltage tuning. So, yeah, interesting enough. So, yeah, and sweeping through dead radio stations and then also, like, white Voltage noise tuning. Was it, so is it tuning into where... It's getting higher voltages? I don't I, get it. At. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just telling you Science. what I'm reading. <laughs> Science, <laughs> baby. So on this YouTube channel called Ghost Doctor, uh, they, they were using this Frank's box. Uh, but anyway, during during the episode, there was a part where they had asked, there's two investigators that asked, do you want us to leave? And they heard a yes. You couldn't hear it through the audio, but they could hear it while they were there. But you, you can't see the reaction at the same time. So, you know, you know take it for what that's worth. But anyway, they were using this Frank's box. And I'll play I'll play this clip as well, but just so you just to kind of give you some base behind it, uh, they asked, "What's your name?" They heard the word Tom come through, then a little bit of a pause, then they heard the word horses come through, and then you hear the word "Stop it." And that one sounded pretty clear. I kind of like that one. Um, so then they asked, "What were you in prison for?" Then you hear the word "steal" come through. And then they ask, how long were you in jail for? How many years? And then you hear four. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I'll play that right now if you guys can hear that. Can you answer those questions? What's this, with this box? What's your name? What's your name? Tom? Horses. I heard horses. Is that were you a horse thief? Did you steal? Good guy. Stop it. Stop what? What were you in prison for? Stealing. You hear that? Yeah, stealing. How how long were you in jail for? How many years? So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little harder to hear on here. If you if you go if you actually look up Saint Augustine Jail on YouTube and find this Ghost Doctor video, it's about the seven and a half mark. It sounds a little bit more clear on the YouTube channel versus the, my recording of it, uh, but it, it did sound a little, a little more clear. But now, it was pretty interesting. All of that, all I heard was "stop it," and I heard the yes. I heard the four yeah. pretty clear. Yeah, the four. Yeah, I heard, I heard the four pretty good. Uh, the the name Tom, you know, it's kind of iffy. Tom yeah, iffy. horses. I didn't really hear it all. Horses, I did, was, horses was very clear on the YouTube channel. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll to, play that for you a little later. We can probably uh, put a link to this video in in our description yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I just off this recording, I did hear "stop it" and I mm -hmm. did hear "yes." 
Yeah. Very clear. I would like to see more of this Frank's box because it, I like how you're not hearing a lot of that static noise and, yeah. and the and the other uh, uh, radio airplay uh, that you know. There's just a lot of that usually that comes through. But I like that was just the only sounds you're hearing are the words coming out. Yeah. I see, and like that sounds that. it sounds very similar to Huff Paranormals, um, the the box that they came out with. Yeah. And he's got so many boxes. It's it's like one that uses like a reverb pedal, mm-hmm. um, and basically all you're hearing is it's it's it takes fil- your voice and it like reverberates it throughout yeah. itself. So constantly. I think it still scans through the FM AM frequencies, but I mean it has to. You have to use the app or whatever that's on the computer with this this device, but it filters out all of that scanning and it just it's just giving you just the voices. Interesting. Yeah, um, that's what his things are. What like fifteen hundred dollars. I think you can buy the stuff to build your own for a lot less. Like he even on his website when I first found out about these, uh, had a link to all the Amazon the parts parts so you could build hmm. your own. But yeah, Shall we? I think his cheapest one was like six hundred bucks. You guys feel like some engineers? <laughs> I know engineers. Um, we could build one. It shouldn't be the hard. I just I haven't ever done it. I'm down. Interesting. So uh, there's this other spirit there that they see um, in the darkest of the dark area is called the crawler did you get any info on that just what they talked about on kindred spirits um i didn't see it on any of the websites i was looking at but apparently this one um they just the way they described it in the show it was the uh the general manager um steven i believe his name was uh said like it didn't even some of the times you'd see it like crawling on the floor but one time he said he saw it it looked like it was just crawling across like the bars on the jail cell. It wasn't even on the floor. And it's like you said, he saw it in like the darkest of the dark. It wasn't, and he always saw it in like maximum security and like solitary and death rows, like the places you mainly see this thing. Did What was that thing he was talking about where he was thinking there was a, one of the people on the tour following him? Oh yeah. So he, this, this is a, when he saw it on the crossing the bars on the jail cell, he was, going somewhere and he saw someone following him and he's like, this is weird. Why is one of the visitors following me? And as he got a little bit farther into the jail cell, that's when he realized it wasn't actually one of the guests of the tour. It was the crawler uh, following him. What did he see again? I can't remember what it was. He said he saw like when he turned around and looked, uh, if I remember correctly, it was just, he said it saw it like this dark figure crawling it, across the bars. Oh yeah. I mean, if he said something else, I don't remember, but that's what I do remember is he said it, he saw it crawling across the bars. Um, there, he was also, when he was taking them upstairs, uh, Adam and, and uh, Amy on Kindred Spirits, when he was taking them upstairs, he told a story about how he got about halfway up the stairs and he felt the chest, like hit his, or a hand hit his chest and just shoved him back down the stairs. Interesting. And apparently a lot of people have reported being like shoved. Being shoved on the stairs. But he said he actually like, he was shoved and fell backwards. He actually went down the stairs. That's dangerous. Um, that'd be scary as hell. What would you guys do if you got pushed down the stairs? Bring it on. Fall. Well, after you got up, <laughs> what would you do? Would you tell anybody? Yeah, I'm like, hey, I think we'd I hear just him got fall. pushed. <laughs> <laughs> we remember Benson Griss Mill when that one spirit was like trying to push me down the stairs in the big mill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have, I told you then. I'm like, this guy's well, trying I mean, to trip I'm me. I'm talking about after something pushed you down and you already hit the ground. Well, if I had Squatch a camera, calling. yeah. If I had my camera, I'd show it to you. I'd be like, "Check this shit out." I'd tell you, and I'd be like, "Let's go talk to it." Okay, hell yeah. 
So, yeah. but the, uh, oh, Amy was over when she was kind of getting set up for everything. She saw something crawling on the ground too. Yeah, she did. It's when they were starting, like it was, I think it was before, no, it was after they started their EVP session. They went back and listened to some of their audio. And as they were listening to it, they, she saw this thing like just scurrying across the floor. And at the same time, Adam saw something out in the hallway, like a person. Oh, he saw a shadow figure. Yeah, he saw a shadow figure out in the hallway. Right after she saw that something crawl across. Well, it seems like it crawled and then got up and took off running yeah. or something. And it's it's not unusual. Like, I've had times where I've seen the spirit and pointed it out and it took off. So it could have been one of those where she's like, I just saw this. She's Probably like, just shadow Originally, she's like, I don't even want to say what I just saw. But then she says it. Yeah, and she says it. Anyway. And then... And I've experienced this myself when you point out, like, uh, you see a spirit and you kind of point it out and then they're like, oh, shit, they saw me. So they, they run away. The shadow people always run away. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if they just saw shadow people or if, if the crawler is just a shadow person. But Probably. I don't know if the crawler is reaching out and trying to scratch people and hurt people. Though. Let's go there and find out. Let's go figure <laughs> this out ourselves. Um, they d- did get some EVPs, uh, Amy and, and Adam. And this one being probably their their one good one that yeah. out of all the ones that they had, most of them just to me sounded like uh, grunts yeah. and like just random noises. Oh, sounds like oh, they're like asking a question <laughs> and you hear uh, they're like oh, it said, it said Lee. Yes, it said yes. It said Lee. It said tell them. And I'm just like <laughs> no, it just kind of it's clearing its throat. But they did have one EVP that I think was the best uh, out of everything that they had. This one I think you can actually hear clearly. We'll see how it transposes onto the recording. Okay, and then um, this one, the way it's, uh, you'll hear them talk. So you're he- this is them listening back to their recording. Yeah. So they're listening to it, kind of talking a little bit, and then you can hear them um, saying something on the recorder. And after they're done talking, you'll hear the EVP. doesn't sound that good on here huh no it doesn't it, it might sound like better like when we play the recording it back it sounds a little different when like it's, i think it's just because our so headphones people, people listening and watching you know we're, we're wearing headphones as we record this and we have mics in front of us we can hear each other talking but as these go through the mic especially when you turn up the volume mm-hmm. they get a little distorted but when it translates onto podcast when people are listening on podcast sounds better it does sound a little better so yeah i've gone back and listened to some of the ones we played in the past so and this one's saying clearer. yeah i'm not a murderer and this is, they think it's the spirit of one of the guys who was hung there. Did this happen right before the lady repeats it? Was this like right before that? Was there a little bit of space? Yes, yeah. Because um, yeah, uh, Adam, you'll hear, you'll hear was, him saying, yeah, something, you'll hear him say three things, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it like murderers, rapists, or whatever. Like, you just, they're basically telling any spirit that wants to come talk to him can. Okay, and then, and then right after that, then she repeats it? Yeah, well, right okay. after it's been said. Um, it's, it gets said, there's a kind of a, like a pause and then she repeats it. Okay. Let's do it again. Mm. Very breathy. Yeah. Literally right after he's like murder outlaw. You hear it. Murder outlaw. Whoever. I'm not a murderer. Yeah. It's like, okay. Instantly. What what does he, what is, what is his question? What is his question? So they're, they're literally just at this point in the show, uh, saying whoever wants to come talk to us can. So they're like, whether you're a murderer or an outlaw, whatever you are. Because before this, Amy says the same thing. She's like, any spirit that wants to come talk to us, whether you were incarcerated here or if you worked here. Okay. Um, so when and he's then he's like, yeah, murderer, murderer, outlaw, whatever you are. And so his response was, I'm not a murderer. Okay, we'll do it again. 
And that's probably the best EVP they got on that entire that was, episode. That's a lot of syllables. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot of syllables. I actually just pulled pictures of the old St. Augustine jail. Yeah, it does look nice. Very Victorian looking. Yeah. That's what they, yep. Yeah, they did that on purpose, like I said, to uh, detract so no from the source. fact that it was actually it looks like a, a library or a school. You know, you can look at it. It looks like maybe a library you know or a school. Because old Henry Flagler had the money for it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So it looked really nice on the outside. It was really gross on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like poop everywhere. They say the, the maximum security was equivalent to Arkham Asylum with all the The Batman. Riddlers and Jokers. Yes. They're all in there. Just all the bad men. Being psycho together. Yes. <laughs> Doing slave labor. Doing free slave labor like they're supposed to. But anyways, uh, is that it for the uh, the old jail? Do we got more on it? I don't think I do. I think that's about all I got, too. Well, all right. I then. know that like, the sheriff and the deputy lived on site, too. They had their own... So like where where they got these EVPs, this first one where the I'm not a murderer, they were actually in the sheriff's like little house there on the property. Oh, because he had to live there. Yeah, the sheriff, the sheriff and his family actually lived on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their own, and it was like you look at where they lived, and you know where they were recording this when they see the the shadow figure. It's like literally just outside of the door of the sheriff's like living oh, yeah. room. Is the jail cells? <laughs> oh, I've been stunk in there. Uh huh. That would. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got your kids in there. They uh, did use some device that I've been wanting to buy, and we've looked at while we were in Vegas. Oh, the flux. They used the, the flux, flux too. too, and I've haven't seen any like reviews really about it or any videos online of it being used. This is the first time I've actually seen someone use it, and when they were talking about the assistant manager Emmanuel. Okay. Anytime they said his name, this thing went off. And it wasn't like, as you're watching, because they used it like two or three nights in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, as they were using it, you know, throughout the episode, you never really saw it go off until they mentioned Emmanuel's name on the second night. And so they actually brought him in to have him, like, introduce the spirits to him. So they, the hoping the spirits would open up a little bit more. And that's when they got more information about Robert Lee and his story about you know, being wrongfully hung for something he didn't do. Apparently there's a lighthouse nearby that's pretty haunted. St. Augustine Lighthouse. Yeah, that's supposed to be one of the... I think I have seen a couple episodes on that one from, like, the original Ghost Hunters. I think uh, oh, Ghost Adventures was there. Yeah, yeah there's... Yeah, there's... I saw a lot about the lighthouse. Like, a lot of YouTube videos and uh, some of the other TV shows, episodes about the lighthouse. But it was kind of hard to find Anything a whole lot on this... about the jail cell. And this is, like... Apparently the oldest jail in America. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, they also said St. Augustine is like the first town. So in they have they oh. have ghost tours at this jail. We can. Yeah, I actually watched some girl on YouTube doing a, a ghost tour or doing her paranormal investigation. Of something like they have experienced paranormal investigators teach you how to use the equipment. I thought it was funny because the girls like going over the equipment and didn't know what any of it was. Uh, there's four <laughs> pieces of equipment. It looked like they give you like a REM pod, a K2 meter, an SB11, and oh, dowsing nice. rods. She had no idea what any of them were and what they did. Um, I thought it was funny because she was doing like her investigation and and she was just kind of making fun of the whole situation because <laughs> you can kind of tell that she's like Not into doesn't it. really believe, but she was doing it just because it's the fun, scary TikTok thing to thing do. To do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But she was. She mentioned how like she's the only one that didn't have any experiences. Like she kind of secretly recorded some of the other ticket goers um, talking about their experience, and just like yeah, apparently everybody experienced something but me. 
And I guess with the ghost tour, it's only like a half an hour. What? Yeah. Like when, when you get to do the investigation, you only get to go investigate for like a half an so hour. So they're probably outside. They're telling the whole history outside. And you go in for half hour, then you're you're done probably. Yeah, I think oh, so. Okay, so yeah, probably like a half hour history briefing. Yeah. And then t- but yeah. if we do something like that, I'll hit them up and be like, hey. All night long, baby. We, we want a couple hours. <laughs> a half hour system. But you know who we are? We're the EVP team. Yeah. All yeah, night oh, long, baby. All, everybody knows who we are. We're famous. We're getting the yacht. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. Um, But yeah. That's about it for this episode of the EVP podcast. (laughs) Go see, don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. If a ginger squatch falls down in a haunted house and no one's there to hear it, did he really fall down? Stay tuned to find out. Ooh.